0: And you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars
1: of our show, Tom Italiano. Oh, it's me. Hi.
0: And Matt Bradshaw. Oh, it's him. G'day. <laughs> Welcome.
1: <laughs> I shaved my face today. So
0: I shaved your fa- my face? <laughs> <laughs> take, take two, episode 104.
1: <laughs> Cheering <laughs> Circus, Matt Bradshaw, Dom Italiano.
0: Oh, oh it's him. Hi um I shaved my face also
1: yeah I think we're in a time these days when I shaved does kind of need to be specified what yeah specified what I to unplug that um why because it was making sounds was it yeah not anymore was it yeah it was feedbacking yes was it? <laughs> yes I' try it Predict what you're about to ask. Good. Yeah. We don't, I don't know what that is. What's going on? What does that mean? So what's going on? It rained a lot today. <coughs>
0: <coughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah. that's, that's what's happened. Gosh Christ. Yeah. Um, that's what's happened. We're 104 episodes in and now all we've got to talk about is the fucking weather. Is that yes, right? No, Have you become that guy?
1: I wasn't talking about the weather. I was talking about I, how dangerous it was for me to drive home from Melbourne today. Why were you in Melbourne today? You're in Melbourne now. I had to come up to Melbourne and um, do talking about things with people, about stuff. Secret business. Stupid men's business? No. Hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Other business.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Let's roll fight. Well, on. actually, I
1: can, possibly, I was the only <coughs> men's involved. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, quite actually, yeah, probably stupid men's business then. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Well done. There are plenty of people who refer to me as stupid men's. <laughs> men's is the company that makes
0: crown mints. Really? And fruit chocks. Ah. In Adelaide. Is it
1: also referred to, you know, ladies um, cycle? No. Ah.
0: What? Have you? M- men's, men's, yes. men's? Have you heard it abbreviated to that?
1: Yeah, well, I breathe everything, you know. I don't have to hear it abbreviated to hear it abbreviated. Yeah. Yeah. But you said, and I want to go back and
0: check now, but we can't. Isn't that what people say? (laughs) People say, I
1: think people say that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. People say all kinds of stuff. It's possible, mate. I'm going to wind the window down a bit. Yes, hot warming here. Oh, look at all the lights go out, baby. When the lights are back on, <laughs> nice. And yeah. hey, that was fun. Our gig we did for the one hundred thirtieth birthday the other day, and I got to sing some N sync in the middle of a song. Yeah. So, um yeah, that always annoys me when you do that. Um, what? Do you hate it? No, no. Because <laughs> ah. some, sometimes when I like be silly at a gig, and you you laugh, excuse me, and I know that you're the consummate full and professional and so there is potential for some of those times when I'm not really being funny in your eyes and you're just putting on a show for I everyone. Think we each
0: do that for each other, don't we?
1: No, I never do that to you.
0: No.
1: <laughs> you're just lucky that you're often funny. Lucky. Yeah. Sometimes. Or, you know, I mean it's lucky for everyone. Actually, yeah, I'm lucky nice. that you're often funny because then I don't have to act very much. But <laughs> well, <I'm> just, <clears throat> I'm
0: just um, we're not in a position where you can do that gig permanently, are we? As it start at 4:30? Yeah. No. No. Okay. So it's pointless me really pushing to try to get the duo in there all the time, isn't it?
1: Well, it seems it's reasonable for you to go back to them and say, "This is a really terrible time to do a gig." It's like, not it's, a really terrible. It's time a terrible to do time. A 4:30 to 7:30 means it's really hard to do a late gig and really no, hard to do really. It's really easy to do a late gig. Oh, okay. And, and it's
0: really gig. easy to do an early gig.
1: I do a 12 to three. I do well, a that's way t- out, You're silly. And he then he I- should not be singing on a Sunday at 12 p.m. Well, I don't do I it every week. D- I object. I do it
0: sporadically, and I only give him availabilities where I know I'm going to be in bed before 4 o'clock the previous morning. Well, even that's
1: just madness. Which bit? The fact that I'm going to... That's your caveat. I'm going to be in bed before 4 o'clock. Hmm. That's eight hours later,
0: you'll be singing. No, no, that's what I mean. <clears throat> the nights where I know I'm not going to get to bed until 4 o'clock, I don't I okay. have an availability for the All Sunday right. after, uh, morning, afternoon gig. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. not good. Yeah. No, it's not. I, yeah. I have to leave I have trouble at 10 even, in the morning. I have trouble even starting at 2.30 as far as singing at 2.30. Um, I have to pace myself
0: on the big gig weekends. Yeah, yeah like uh, So two weekends ago, <clears throat> uh, I did.
1: You right? Yeah, I'm just... What happened? I have to turn my head back. To see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move forward. No. Uh. You move back. I can't move back. You've got shit in your car. I'm certainly nowhere near as much shit as I've got in my car. <laughs> you've actually... What I mean by you've got shit in your car is, like, you've got stuff that, you know, yeah. you remove and put back in and remove and put and back in. And you live in, in the country. Uh, you've well, actually
0: got I'll shit in your car. I've car. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Yeah>. Um... <coughs> uh, yeah, uh, like a couple of weekends ago, where I had the band, the two band gigs, the two four-set band gigs. Yeah, they're on top of gigs. Tr- oh yeah, on top of oh. gigs during the day and stuff as well. So, yeah. oh, they're big. They're hard. Yeah, big and hard. Ah,
1: uh-huh. uh-huh. cool.
0: Yeah, it's named my New Duo. Ah, uh-huh. it's doing. What about six o'clock? Five thirty to eight o'clock on a on a Sunday, <laughs> the Do Gala.
1: I could do five thirty. But I couldn't do 5.30 because I've got... Well, I could do 5.30. I could go back and pack up. But to... Like the other... Like I got there at about 26 past and then had to find a park somewhere and it's actually very hard to find a park around there unless Mm. you've got a ute. Mm. But even at that time... Uh, Well, there's a learning zone out the front, but that that
0: usually is now being taken up by just whatever randoms happen to park there. mm. Um, But I shouted at someone who had just parked there when I pulled up on Sunday. in a permanent loading and zone. Said, hey, loading zone. <laughs> and, it's like a, yeah. and he went, okay, and pulled out.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then I left my car there for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a jerk.
1: Funny. Yeah. But, you know.
0: I did have to load. Well,
1: that's what you pay the extra money on the toll road Oh, uh, Don't even. God damn, this place of hell nationness. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. get me talking about stamp duty. Mm. Oh, it's anyway. got anything to do with... <laughs> 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 yeah, stamp duty. Oh, stamp duty. It's rude. It's... I mean, you know,
0: listen to us too. These are terrible problems to have. Having to pay stamp duty on buying a house. I mean, they are terrible problems to have, but you know. Well, yeah. Only if you're buying a house. Only if you're lucky enough to be able to buy a house. Lucky. Don't you think? Mm. Don't you think? Uh, uh, Look at us in comparison to the world.
1: mm. Lucky, dude. Yeah, I don't know if I like the word lucky, but... um, (coughs) Like... But, yeah, uh, it certainly is a, a better position to be in than to never be able to.
0: Yeah. 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 What, what, so jokes aside, though, what's your objection to the word lucky in that?
1: Uh, it's like, you know, we're about to go to the casino and people get lucky there. And lucky is a different type of... Sure. I mean, there's luck and there's luck.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah, in yeah. that context. I mean, that's that's why I've stopped saying I'm lucky to, to be able to do what I do. I'd I say I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's... Because uh, yeah. that's the work plus opportunity plus preparedness equals success. I made that up. Is that yeah. a thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Like, you know, we, you know, it is. We are fortunate in a sense of, and we appreciate that we get to do what we do. But, you know, I you know, I can count the amount of people I know uh, who, on my on one hand, that I know who decided not to go to the parties when they were 14, 15, and sixteen to stay at home to learn how to play, to practice. Sure, like the exact thing of like. Does that mean I'm lucky, or yeah, yeah, or, or am I lucky no, to have the, that? You're
0: absolutely right. There's an ambiguity to the, the in the way people use the word lucky that that yeah. I that I just make fell those, victim to.
1: You make those choices to sorry. go well. No, and it's it, you know I'm I know fucking sorry. <laughs> I know people who were really lucky. When I was at music school, for example, who I was the only person in my year that paid their own school fees. Like. Yeah, right. like the upfront fees that you had to pay in order to do the course when I did my course it was like everyone else kind of got helped or given their school fee mm. now are they lucky that th- there's a part of me that goes actually I feel like I got more out of it because in a sense I re- sure. I really earned it yeah, yeah. but then again and also you know, out of most of those people I'm one of the few people that's still a musician mm. like a musician musician who, who plays for money your, often your highness as your a, highness no as opposed to someone who still plays or mm. teaches full time or yes. you know or is a
0: psychologist uh, during the day and
1: the world is away my friend <laughs> <laughs> that's really what this conversation is all about <laughs> so yeah um, <coughs> it's actually very difficult to really kind of work out your position on your own life in that sense of how do you assess, look at me. Pontificating? Well, you know. Um, Just s- So critizing. This word's out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> I'm going um, to Greece soon. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we'll yeah Talk I'll about breaking
0: Plato's all over the place. Oh,
1: very good. <laughs> Thanks, mate. What's the Italian? <coughs> <coughs> uh? Pareto? Is it who? Pareto, <laughs> he did the dispute, the 80, 20-year-old. P- P- Pareto? Yeah. What <laughs> oh, Pareto is. Plato's Greek. Yeah. You just dis- are you distributing the, par- the plates? What's going on here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, the oh. 80-20 rule. Hoisted on my own patard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where, you know, twenty percent of the people break eighty percent of the plates. <laughs> that's the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's Plato distribution. <sighs> oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, it's it's actually very given the uh, almost infinite amount of chest I- things yes. that occur in history to get you to be born and where wow. you are. It's actually really hard to work out <laughs> an actual position on whether you are fortunate or whether. No, you know if my mum and, and dad would like stuff.
0: to hear you speak about me
1: like that. What do you mean? The infinite <laughs> number
0: of things that had to occur to bring me into the world.
1: Almost infinite. <laughs> yeah, because because it, it, at that point in time, then it happened, and then there was actually an amount of things that happened. Hey, you've actually <laughs> heard your parents having sex, haven't you? Oh, no, 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 oh, no. I have what? no. I used to think they had sex every night. Oh, yeah. Oh god, oh, no. But? yeah, no, no. It just turned out my mum's a really loud dreamer. She, she. So what well, was funny is when I was a teenager, I was. I, I used to try. I used to try to stay up and watch like. Um, uh, what was it, ch- MTV and Channel 9, right? And then, uh, but I, because it was one TV and it was in the lounge room, and the lounge room was next to mum and dad's bedroom. I'd like listen to it, you know, like up close with the volume yeah. down, really, because I didn't want to wake him up. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, oh, mum and dad having sex, right? And... Do-da, do-da. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh, it's pretty awkward. I'm going to go to my bedroom. Um, and Joke then... Off. Oh. oh <laughs> you are... Go on. That's awful. My (laughs) mum listens to this. (laughs) Um, And then one time my dad was overseas and they were still having sex one night. And it turns out that no, my mum just dreams. Uh, Yes, you deserve that. (laughs) It's God punishing me. Um, That's the spirit of my mother punishing you. I'm sorry, miss. (laughs) Uh, yeah that just turns out that she dreams and talks loud in her sleep wow which is great which is equally as comforting to me as it was for my mother when I was 15 and I'm pulling my Ventolin out of my pocket in front of her and she said oh, thank god I thought you had an erection for months now <laughs> and I was asking your father to talk to you about it and he was say it's perfectly normal he's a teenage boy <laughs> I was like well it's some fucking Ventolin it was like I've always got it <laughs> I know she yeah. So. God
0: damn. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> okay. Alright, good. I didn't so I don't know why well, I brought that up. Oh I know. Almost infinite number of things. Yeah. Oh dude, like I'm fairly sure my parents only had sex once.
1: Well you're fairly sure they did once. That's right. Yeah. Not only, but at least you can say, like, well, we didn't do, do it once. Yeah. No but I once. Full stop. <laughs> Well, then you are the, one of the world's greatest success stories. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm and taking the fact that, that you in different are,
0: context than the way you the intended it. fact that you it, are
1: <laughs> lucky to do what you do for a living has got nothing to do with how lucky you are to even be here. <laughs> I think it's gone well. That's all I think it's gone well. We could probably go now. Uh, I am
0: lucky to have in my possession your new album.
1: Oh, you've got it. Yeah, I do got it. I, mean, I gave yeah. it to him, so I knew he had it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's been a a rough kind of 10 days, so I'd been meaning to send the discs out to everyone who pledged for the thingamajig um, in the last week, really, because what was going to happen is a week ago today, we were going to have the second listening party, which we had to postpone. Uh, And so, yeah.
0: And then you scheduled that, and then you had to postpone that also, because people couldn't make it. Oh well, I kind of Not rescheduled it for people. yeah,
1: and it was just like well then yeah it was yeah what's the point what's the point point? and then it was going to be in July and then a bunch of you guys are going to be in uh, in Greece and I thought what I would end up doing is slap it in <laughs> um, what I would do is we've got some we're kind of getting some music video stuff together and maybe we do like a music video launch night because the album won't really be available to December um, online and stuff mm. so. We mm. still got plenty of time to do a pre-launch party. Cool. What's the plan with
0: people getting access to the songs on this album? Right. So, like, yeah. So just map it out for everyone okay. and tell them how they can get it because it's really important to me.
1: Um, I'm still doing some planning. Basically, the idea is to um, backtrack from the first week of December, and every fortnight back, so it takes us to about um, start of August, release a song every fortnight on the streaming stuff and with a bit of a video and all that kind of stuff. So we've got this kind of flow of things fortnightly until December when then the whole thing will be able to be online. Um, and th- then the idea will be first week of December, do a launch gig type thing. and just looking into vinyl at the moment. So doing a vinyl pressing of it as well. And that takes quite a few months to get ready, so which is why I need the lead up time for that. Because I think there will be um, enough people that I want to give it to in that sense. I don't know whether I'll even charge for it. It just might be something that's kind of go. Love
0: a vinyl yeah. just I haven't listened to vinyl for ages. Well, I've, got a, I've got a pretty decent yeah. um, old school Technics turntable. Oh, cool. Um, Like the one that the SL, well it's the SL 1200, but it's the original one from the 80s, which I bought second hand from a hi-fi store in Adelaide years ago. Um, And I brought all my vinyl back with me when I made the last road trip to Adelaide. Um, So I've got, I don't know, three, four thousand dollars worth of KISS boot. Oh wow, really? Yeah, you know, like triple album, box sets, things which probably cost me $120. In 1990. Yeah. All right, that's cool. Fuck, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't listened to any of it, of course. Yeah. In fact, I haven't unpacked any of the boxes well, since I, I got back from Adelaide.
1: The is cover is done in a way that I wanted it to look like a mini album, in the sense of it opens up, gatefold, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, and it's nice looking. So, like, you know, you could make an album out of that and just basically CD size and just blow it up, and it would look really nice. Yeah. Um, it would it's a beautiful bit but of it's artwork. also an you album and andy you've done a great job like it's a it's a five songs aside record it really really works as as that and I wasn't even thinking that it, we would do a vinyl kind of type thing with it until we really put it together like no this is five songs aside and it totally works that way and it's the idea of and i do think if you were if it were that scenario where someone could Now, one of 50 people who got a vinyl would sit down once or twice with it and sit down and put it on and sit down with the lyrics and take it in that way. I think that would be really nice for for some people to do. And it'd be nice for me to do with some people too. Yeah. Um, um,
0: I'm sure there are people listening to this who have no idea of of, of what that sensation is to buy a, a vinyl album, 12 inches of... Thought out, poured over artwork that was designed to be looked yeah, at while you yeah. listen to the thing, and a really visceral experience. And even just the the sliding the record out of the thing, and then sliding that out of its plastic cover and putting it on the turntable like it's a real. It, I'm 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 romanticising it for the sake of people who have just
1: never experienced that. The
0: granddad, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> did you really listen to wax cylinders?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting you say that because um, you know that was my. I mean, cassettes were really my yeah thing. Right. So I cassettes were never my thing. Well, in sense of like I, you know, <coughs> I I was born in '77, so we had vi- we had records when I was a little kid, but by the time I had access to my own music, tapes were wow. Tapes were very much like, well, you can use this without destroying it when you're four years old. You, like yeah. So apparently, I used to regularly destroy my dad's styluses as a little kid because i was so addicted to wanting to listen to music and i would climb as a, like a two-year-old i would climb to the top shelf of the thing because i knew where it was and pull it down and then break he's like you know, we'd have to save up for months to buy a stylus yeah, so they wow. were often without music for months because i would i would break it because i wanted to listen to it and so by the time, yeah, ca- by the time they, they were like cassettes when it were popular and i feel like oh great now he's got his own Stuff music to listen to, um, and I only really did vinyl when I was sort of you know eleven or twelve, and Mum and Dad still had all their vinyl and a record player, and then I was old enough to, to listen. But that interestingly to me, that sitting down and listening to music and just um, like the next step for me was to learn how to play. And it's interesting to me that not everyone learns how to play. Like I you know everybody not everybody, almost everyone really likes music. Yeah. I don't understand how almost everyone doesn't learn to play. You know, the next step of being... I mean, when I but say... Is I, that for, is that for a lot of people, is that singing along? Um, no, I, I, it's different. I think it's... Uh, in, I do think, for me, it's... I know what drives me to do that. I have an inquisitive mind. I'm the kind of person that takes apart a CD player to see how it works and see what it looks like. And if I can't put it back together, I don't mind that I broke it in that... Of like oh or if something's broken like can I fix it And mean so often if it's not working you can fix it mm. you can work it out mm. um, and luckily we grew up we grew up in a time when things were so mechanical yeah that you could super glue a like a CD player drawer back together or something like that you could do something Absolutely. like that and fix it or when we were younger you could fix a car and I was saying to even Cat the other day she was watching a movie. And I so it was based in the sixties. I said, have you ever noticed that practically any movie that was made from the sort of the well, set in from the fifties to the eighties, where all the men, all the time, all they spend their time doing is working on the car because <laughs> mechanics are expensive, and average everyday people could fix cars because they weren't computerized. They were just yeah, you know, they were, you could just go and get a part. And fix it, yeah, there um, are there are things like that in movies,
0: particularly that just that really date them and make them uh, anachronistic if you try to take them out of that context. Yeah, um, which
1: is which is very much like the we're getting back to that pulling a record out of its sleeve mm-hmm. and then putting it on and going. Oh, I'm gonna! I remember I learnt Blackbird on guitar from my mum and dad's white album from sitting in the lounge room all weekend when we can go. Like, wow. take it back. And the, the hilarious thing about it is I think Monday or Tuesday of the following week, I went into town because I lived in the country, right? And then le- that month's Guitar Wheel just came out, and the transcription for Blackbird was in it. I was like, but I felt like I earned it, mm. you know? Um, and that's a, that inquisitive mind and being, like, really focused on something. So I, I don't know, maybe. Is that
0: track still playable on that record?
1: It's definitely l- nastier than the rest <laughs> yeah, of the record. Yeah, you're supposed to
0: leave them like 10 or 15 minutes before you replay the same track, oh, kind of f- thing, like as I in know same, LP etiquette I going to say the same groove. It's one groove. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, yeah, how many grooves on an LP? That's one of your questions for a piece of pie.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. how many grooves are on an LP? Well, if you count both sides, two. Hey, very good. See? Uh, that's right. I once heard someone It was, uh, you know, Billy Brownless, the football player. I do know him. Sailor of the Century, Celebrity Sailor okay. Century. How many sides to a football? Two. Oh, uh, no, sorry, Billy, it's four, he goes, no, nah, left and right. Uh, just go up to the. Uh, all right, we're gonna that's give that bad. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kick it on the left side of the footy, or the right side of the footy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, anyway, yes. Yeah, so um, <coughs> that's kind of that vibe, and the reason why, like, really, I've even noticed now, like, my old EP, I've re-released. I'm re-releasing each song every two weeks as a song, um, as it's as a single. And they're kind of getting picked up a little bit in the algorithms of right of Spotify. Where have you
0: made mention of this in the
1: world? I haven't. I've just seen seen because uh, I'm trying to learn how that stuff works. Okay. For this next sure thing, um, because obviously this is the this is the thing to to push forward in the next step. So, mm. but I've noticed um, one of my songs I do off the last EP. I r- released it as a single, and in the last. Four days, it's been put in the uh, release radar in oh. people's things, and it's gone from having like a thousand plays to three and a bit thousand plays
0: Fucking great!
1: Yeah, so that stuff really is important to that to that platform. Yeah, wow,
0: that's really um, cool. God, I haven't actually used Spotify to find new music for a couple of months now.
1: Yeah, and I, it's, I find it just amazing for that. Yeah, I, and I, I love it for that, and. Um, and, and I guess that's how a lot of people do use it, so, um... Um, because Spotify has that way of
0: curating, uh, curating stuff based on what you, uh, usually listen to, because I so often use Spotify at gigs, um,
1: oh, yeah, it's for, and, then,
0: and then, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. between sets at, 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 um, oh, yeah, Bars or weddings or something, or, yeah. yeah, or weddings, absolutely. Um, I get a lot of I get a lot of chill yeah. in my in my curated yeah, just okay. for you thing, uh, interspersed with like the new Queensrÿche single, the new Wasp single. Oh like, wow! It's just it's yeah, all okay. chill, and then yeah. all of a sudden there's a big um, um,
1: bunch of metal. I oh, know this is quite quite <laughs> funny. Um, some of the pubs I play at obviously use Spotify as their background music, and once or twice, I think twice even. Definitely, once one of my songs has come on. Oh wow! Because it, it's like that's how the algorithm works. So but, cool. And no, it was once one of my own songs, and once one of the covers that I put on in January, uh, that came up because it's and of course so many of the venues, they just basically play our cover playlist as a like you know they might have their own playlist they put together yeah. as a, um, a of you know crowded house and you know all that kind of stuff. So it's quite funny when I was like, oh, it's me. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Remember being in a
0: band years ago and and hearing our single on the radio in Adelaide. That was that was fun. Yeah, right. That was a cool time. That is cool.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's back when radio
1: mattered. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, you know, people. Well, it certainly matters a lot now. But um, what I, d- I was reading something the <laughs> other day about no, how the um, the the big acts. Have a much even in the last sort of eighteen months, have a much smaller share of the streaming service listens yeah, than they, right. they did because now, as more and more people get on board as and using streamer, yeah. then they're, they're ta- actively they're actively for... going for the things that they really like. So, although Drake has always been the biggest artist, um, and he still has a lot of um, like the same kind of amount of listens year on year. Uh, He has a much smaller piece of the pie Mm. uh, that he did. Yeah, right. Yeah, Um, which is which is really good. I think um, I've I've got I've got no interest in complaining about you know how technology is making it unfair for this business or that business. Like, I mean, technology made me redundant. Mm. You know, in 2012, and now I go to the movies and go, yeah, it looks better than it ever did when I was a projectionist. And so, why would I argue with it? Like, and, and as far as like being able to. Find music. See, I used to have to go and spend thirty dollars on a CD to see if I liked it. Like, and now I, now I can check something out, and if I don't like it, I don't have to buy it. Mm. And if I do like it, I do go and buy it mm. because those there are people who you want to support, and you want, um, you want to make sure that you get their next record, or yeah. that they, they get to make a next record. Um, and I think that's really. Really great about the technology, and and you know using Facebook and doing the Facebook Live things that I did a lot last year, which I want I will do more of uh, once you know life settles down again. That's so great because I would love to be doing a gig, you know, original gig once a week. But then everyone has to come, and everyone it's a it's like a hundred, two hundred dollar night out for someone with kids to come out, and if they can just sit at home on a Monday night, then we all get to do what we want to do. So, I, I think it's important to acknowledge how. What the technology gives you, as supposed to be worried about what it takes away from sure. you. Sure. So. Yeah. Um,
0: do you think it's arguable, though, that that the technology has resulted in people valuing music less? Uh,
1: no, I, I don't think so, because we're not, what I mean by that is, um, I think. Uh, concert tickets have never been so high, mm-hmm. and concert attendances have never been so high. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's the Kay. maybe that's the fact that we also live in you know in the Western world, and people have got expendable money like they've never had before, or access to um, credit um, to buy four hundred dollar concert tickets. You know, you yeah, bloody, right. bloody idiots, whoever you, you are that do that kind of thing, All right? But um, I don't mean that. Just like, you know, it's crazy how much you can, I'm you can spend. I'm going it on job. Yeah. I mean, um, so I don't think people value music less at all. I think people pay for it. They just pay for it differently. And the thing is, like, the, um, okay. we're, we're, um not to be per,
0: persnickety, but where are your stats on the fact that people are seeing live music more than ever,
1: um, live concerts more than ever? All over the place. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, look, we can we we'll look it up now. You'd be, felt, be able to see like the live the live touring industry is bigger than it's ever been. It's and like for example, um, concert concert attendance in Melbourne because people
0: are touring more because people aren't buying because artists are touring more because people aren't buying records.
1: Um, maybe, May- maybe or what's happening is people. People can have all kinds of whatever entertainment they want in their house, mm-hmm. right? More than ever before, mm. right? Access to anything, right? And so, what they choose to do with their time when they go out of the house, right, is probably a lot more focused because there needs to be a bigger point of difference from just staying at home. Yeah. Does that make, does that make sense? So, yeah. similarly, um, movie tickets, for example, like movie tickets are ex- more expensive than they've ever been, but people spend. People still go to the movies in droves. Like It's not like they don't go to the movies anymore. People no. go because it's like we they're going for the experience of going out and doing something that is different to watching Netflix on their home TV. Now, there are plenty of people who go, well, never go to the movies because Netflix is so fucking good. All right? But there's plenty of people who go, the reason I go is to have a different experience than Netflix. So the thing I think a lot of musician types get they're kind of being bothered about it, is like they assume that because they've spent a bunch of time effort and money making something that it has value to anybody else mm. right and it doesn't have value to anyone else unless those people decide it does so um and it's always been that way but the thing is before the only way to get music before was to either listen to the radio watch a video clip on tv which we all know that you had to spend a fortune with Payola, and then to get something on TV, mm-hmm. so it was totally curated for you as a listener, anyway. So if you yep. wanted to listen to something that was not in that platform, you had to buy it, or you had to sit in a record shop for hours, pouring through stuff, which a lot of people did. But a lot of people going, I don't have time for that. I'm just going to buy, it. I'm going to buy the CD. And most people's CD collections, which is the reason why most people have thrown them away. I've got stuff that they bought once, listened to, and I don't really like it. So now people. I really do believe, like, so many people who I know have just like, oh, I've got rid of all my CDs. Because they actually only really listened to 5% of their collection. And that's what's great about this. It's like, well, that's, that's an ad for you as an artist. And if it strikes the right chord with the right people, and you can get it to enough people, if you're savvy enough with social media and all that kind of stuff, if you can get it to in front of the right people, and it is good, there's a really good chance that people will pick up on it but I think there's a real the other aspect of it now is that um, people who make music think that just because they made it like it's got value and okay so
0: <clears throat> what if you bring it down from touring concert act to going to see local live music yeah and even what we do even cover stuff there's fewer and fewer people who are actually going out to see live music
1: Surely, I think on that's a local true. level, yeah. So, what what's? I don't think that's got very much to do with music. You don't? No, I think that's got to do with how expensive it is to go out. Do you really think so? Yeah. Well, do you want to buy a pint of beer?
0: Yeah. No, I understand. Like it's it 14 is 14, 15 bucks.
1: Expensive. So, yeah. whoever's got 14, and 50 bucks, 15 bucks for a pint to spend, um, they've got to have. They've got to be in a a, a certain strata of uh, socioeconomics to be able to go and experience live music and have a good time and be around their friends. And let's say... Let's but a,
0: but a, a nightclub on a Saturday night, in, on, at the same time as you and I are playing, a nightclub that's got a DJ, is going to have more people in it than a place you and I are playing.
1: Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, yes, the other issue that you've got with that is, and this is where it comes down to demographics, is what I've noticed is the pubs are in exactly the same place as they were 20 years ago, right? But the people who want to go out and live that kind of lifestyle don't live near the pubs. Yeah. They live near pubs that have been built 20Ks out of town and they go to those pubs, right? But this kind of thing of... Uh, there's also that aspect of, well, look at the death of retail. Like online shopping means that a shop front's in the street. They've kind of gone. Yeah. And so the things that are in the street now are little cafes and bars. So there's... Mm. I guarantee, compared to twenty years ago, there are three to four to five times the amount of cafes, bars, or restaurants around. Sure, right. So what happens is when you, like, unless you multiply the population to fill up all those cafes, bars, and restaurants and stuff, um, in the yeah, same okay. amount, then they're all go- then they will all be full of people going out. But we haven't multiplied the amount of people. And certainly we haven't multiplied people's income to be able to go out and buy a thirty-dollar pizza. You know, it's those kind of things that I think a lot of people not so much thinking about. When it's like, I mean, the demographics are so important to that kind of stuff, mm. um, and also how people can afford to spend their money. Like, yeah, I just,
0: I mean, my experience is that. Um, so the the valuing of music, uh, I'm also talking about not just the willingness to. F- to physically pay for a a product, uh, to physically pay for a CD, go to a store and buy a CD. But I'm also talking about the, I feel like in days gone by, there was uh, an overwhelmingly greater chance that people in a room would recognize that a lot of work and time and effort has gone into the performance that they're watching and they had, I felt like there was a a better, an almost inherent understanding that that if they were watching a really good guitarist or a really good singer, they recognised that they were seeing something that was special and wasn't necessarily just background noise or that, I feel like that's for the most part, gone particularly in a an 18 to
1: 25. Oh, yeah. I mean, that 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 age group. Yeah, I don't see. I don't think people value music less at all. I think people, I mean, the the stats of how, I mean. Sh- well, how, again, I mean, the semantics of words. Yes, yes. So, so that, I don't appreciate. Think, is
0: that the word no, I should be I using? Think,
1: I think people appreciate music, but at I, I, just as much. The thing is, what people think music is, is different. So for example, like for that age group that you're talking about, it's, Drake and Taylor Swift and stuff like that, which is not what we would consider really is, you know, it's not Andy Van Halen, mm. you know, and someone where you go, oh, that's clearly someone who's got facility on that instrument, like, and that's really, really impressive. Yeah. But the other thing, the other aspect that you get is with all these different entertainment options that we have that we never had 25, 30 years ago, um, you get um, you get attention spread across that as, as well. And so people still listen to and really like music in, like, gargantuan numbers. Sure. It's just what happens there, too, is like there's just way more music available for them to listen to as well. Yeah. So back when we were younger, you know, and like an album like Slaves to the Grind, Skid Row, Slaves of the Grind, can go to number one. It's a heavy metal album, right? And it can sell two million copies in a week because it's one of, like, ten heavy metal records that's going to come out that year mm-hmm. because it's so heavily curated because India like there's no such thing as Spotify with millions of artists mm. you didn't know that there were millions of artists because you opened up like hot metal magazine or whatever it was <laughs> yeah. and it was like there's 30 bands in here right and then next month then, there's the same 30 bands doing something a bit different and then there might be oh there's some new hot act from Australia it's the baby animals and like well, when was the next big great rock act yeah. that came out i just think that there's there's people's uh, taste People can now curate the fact that basically you can get 50 people in a room and ask everyone what their favorite act is at the moment, what they're listening to, if they're, listen, if they're listening to music, and what it is. And you could pretty much guarantee that almost all of them will say something different. And a lot of those acts you would have never have heard of. Mm. Which is, you know, 20 years ago, it was unheard of that you didn't know most of the acts that people were listening to.
0: Is that our age, though?
1: Is that our age?
0: The fact that we're that much older.
1: Well, it's just that we we lived before the technology boom. You know, we lived before you you could put an MP. Th- we we lived before the smartphone, yeah. and now that eighteen to twenty five year old generation didn't live before the smart. Yeah. I mean, well, they they might have been. Well, they didn't live before the smartphone, really. So yeah. they didn't live before fast internet. When we lived through dial up, you know. <laughs> Yeah, oh, just get it off. Am- I mean, in American places, like we say, just get it off Amazon. You can buy something. <laughs> it's at your house before you get home. <coughs> <coughs> uh, OK. It's- I had other things to
0: talk about today. Oh, okay. And we've run out of time. Oh, wow. So we're going to have to save them.
1: Great. All right, well, yeah. uh, let's do it next week when we uh, we can tell them about our project as well that we're going to talk about next week. E. Good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright. It's been good.
1: I love you, mate. Yeah
0: and you. Slaughter biscuits. Let's go do a gig.
1: <gasps> Exciting. Wonder if anyone will listen to us and know what songs we play. Mm.
0: Mate, well I'm gonna play a whole set of Drake, so <laughs> Duck off. Well done. Thanks. Yeah.
1: Quackers.